Hello and welcome to the HiBiz podcast brought to you by Hybrid Legal, the podcast where we discuss all things business. My name's Ryan Lisk and I'm joined by Matt Trevis and we're back again with another episode. Thanks for joining us. Today's episode is all about marketing in an economic slowdown, why it's important and what business owners should be thinking about right now. Also, a quick announcement, the HiBiz podcast is now available on Apple Podcasts. So if you haven't already, be sure to download the app and check out our other episodes. And also, if you get a moment, uh, please leave us a review because we would absolutely love to hear your feedback. Now... Ryan, we've really pushed the boat out today because we have yet another special guest on the show by the name of David Reed, who is considered by many to be a branding expert. That's right. David runs Edinburgh-based consultancy Because Brands Matter. The business has one sole objective, to help turn businesses into brands and to make those brands more famous. He's got a career spanning more than 34 years and he's worked with hundreds of B2C and B2B businesses in a wide variety of sectors. He uses his unique brand positioning workshop process, helping businesses reframe their proposition, focus their marketing strategy and also to hone their messaging. Now, I've personally worked with David during the inception of of Hybrid Legal and and he was really helpful when it came to coming up with our brand, looking at the position in the market and sorting out our messaging. And he's since gone on to help a number of our clients in the Hampshire and London areas as well. So, David, are you there? I am indeed. Hello. Hello. Hello, David. Really good to have you on the show. Um, So if we get started with our first question, just talk to us about why it's important to keep marketing a business during an economic slowdown. Well, I mean, during a slowdown, um, people are obviously very cost conscious, but decreasing your marketing budget, it might not damage your, your business or brand in the immediate term, but it will do eventually. So you're really just staving off the inevitable. Um, Because when marketers cut back on spending, they reduce their share of voice. But more importantly, they they lose share of mind with the consumer. So they go dark and consumers lose touch with that brand, which obviously has an impact on future sales. And there's, there's lots and lots of examples of if you maintain your marketing budget, you'll not only increase your business uh, share because you're out there, but because other people are pulling back, your share of voice will, will naturally increase. And, you know, in a bad recession, some businesses sadly will go to the wall. So you've got even more chance of being front of mind if you're out there marketing. So it's all about being out there. to a greater share of market and then eventually sales and profit. That's uh, yeah, that's really interesting, David. Do you have any recent examples of small or mid-sized businesses who, you know, in your opinion, are marketing themselves well um, at the moment during obviously the, the current pandemic? Yeah, well, I mean, the, the businesses I um, tend to follow on LinkedIn for example, who I think have done a good job, tend, tend because I'm based in Scotland, tend to be Scottish-based. So I'm not sure if that will resonate with, with all of your customers. But I'll give you some examples. So there's a company called Carbon Financial, who are a, a pension provider, pension advisor, um, wealth management company. And 
they they've been running a lot of really good content online, so helpful videos explaining their process, offering commentary on the marketplace, um, just looking at niche areas. Like um, there was one the other day where they were explaining how you could get a refund on inheritance tax losses, which was quite interesting. Uh, an HR recruitment company called Hunter Adams, who are right across the UK, but HQ'd in Scotland, um, they've been doing uh, podcasts educating business leaders about the implications of redundancy. Um, there's also a, 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 an accountancy firm called Johnson Carmichael, and they're organising virtual lunch and learns, bringing small businesses together, making introductions, sharing best practice, swapping information. I think all of these are good examples of businesses that are sort of reaching out. And obviously, let's not forget hybrid. I mean, hybrid have, have been superb at um, putting together a marketing strategy, I think, over the last few years and really using social media well to um, you know, increase connections with their, with their client base. Oh, that's uh, that's very kind of you to say, David. Thank you. And um, some some interesting examples there, which is obviously really encouraging to hear, and um, because there's a lot of businesses at the moment that are obviously concerned and they're looking at cutting back cost. But I think you've made some good points there. So my my next question connected with that. Obviously, being close to the money at the moment is something that's at the forefront of most business owners and decision makers' minds. So should the success of a marketing campaign be judged purely on the ability to generate leads for the business at the moment? I think the, um, there's always a tendency for people to confuse tactical marketing with strategic marketing. Now, tactical marketing is great for short term. It's great for getting business in the door. And that might be offering special offers or incentives or bundling packages together to try and get people to you know spend money immediately and I think tactics are okay for a time and I think at the moment it's actually not a bad time to be deploying tactics because people are being very cost sensitive but residual brand awareness is invaluable and actually that takes a that takes a lot more effort that is about building for the long term not just shifting units tomorrow so I would encourage all business owners to have a blended strategy so you have to get sales in, so you have to have certain tactical activity, but equally, you have to be really thinking about the longer term and about how you're going to make your brand front of mind in the future. So the analogy I would always use to, to bring football into it would be attack is the best form of defense. So be out there, keep vocal, keep reminding people what it is you bring to the party. And, you know, eventually you'll be on their lips when the time comes for them to be considering a service in your sector. Yeah, absolutely. Um, David, I just want to drill down a little bit on something that you alluded to in the uh, in the previous question, um, which was around kind of uh, marketing methods. And the one you mentioned, it was uh, Learn and Lunch, which I guess was over some sort of webinar or Zoom conference call, which sounds great. But for our listeners who perhaps want to be uh, more proactive, you know, at this current moment in time with their marketing, but perhaps don't have uh, mountains of, of cash. Are there any low cost marketing methods that you've seen work quite well or anything that you could recommend for, for the listeners? Well, I would definitely recommend making really good use of LinkedIn. 
I mean, the likes of Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, they all have their place as well. But for B2B businesses, LinkedIn is invaluable. And I'm always astonished how poorly some companies use LinkedIn to, to highlight what they're up to and where they can maybe add value. So I think putting a lot of effort into LinkedIn would be sensible. Um, I think all businesses are going to have to reflect on their marketing budget and where they might be deploying it. So, for example, most businesses will be doing less attending of events or conferences or award ceremonies because they involve large groupings of people. Um, I think, uh, you know, some of that money could be repurposed into paid social media, which is a good good use of, of cash. I think as well, maybe doing deals with publications or titles or industry magazines, because let's face it, they're going to be under severe pressure too. So if someone's trying to sell you a, a price of a page and the rate card is, you know, £750, then why don't you try and see if you can get a double page for £500? This is definitely a buyer's market. So I would encourage all business owners to be out there trying to sort of take advantage of that. But at the same time, you're helping the publication by staying alive. You know, it doesn't matter to them if they have to print a few extra pages, but what they do need is they need revenue. Yeah, no, it's, that's a really that's a really interesting point. It's almost like encouraging people to perhaps go back as well to uh, marketing channels that perhaps they thought was out of their reach from a, from a you know a spend point of view, or maybe um, marketing channels that perhaps they think actually you know we we we're not interested in that one, but perhaps revisiting those. Um, yeah, it's it's a great time, isn't it, to sort of reevaluate your entire marketing strategy and perhaps go back over old ground that previously you might have discounted or you thought actually no, you know we're not going to focus on that. We're going to focus on something else. So it's, it's it gives business owners that opportunity. Definitely, I mean I've noticed even in Scotland here, there's a lot of brands, even B two B brands, that are now advertising on TV, um, and that's because the airtime packages are so are, are, are so cost effective. So, you know, don't don't discount anything. Think about where your audience is hanging out and where you can get in and make a, a disruptive difference and surprise and maybe highlight an area that they, they might not be aware your business does. Yeah, some great advice there, David. Thank you. And uh, I've, I've got to ask, just really for curiosity and a bit of fun for our final question, if we gave you a marketing budget of £1,000, what would you spend it on? Well, a thousand pounds doesn't doesn't buy you a lot. <laughs> it's quite a, a low number. I mean, what what I would seriously, what I would do, and I know this this sounds a little bit like a pitch, and it's not meant to be, but I would I would get someone such as myself to audit your current marketing activity, look at what you're doing, what returns you're getting on the back of it, and just do a quick audit of how strong your existing brand positioning or brand messaging is. Now that you know that that's 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 a really invaluable piece of work because there's no point in spending money on marketing if your proposition is duff or your messaging is poor. Um, much better to get that right and then you can move forward. So if you don't do that, it's like building a house on sand. It'll it's just a waste of time and it will fall over eventually. Makes complete sense. Thank you. Um, well, look, that's all of our questions for today, David. So thank you very much for obviously giving up your time today. Um, you know, it's been really valuable and I'm sure our listeners will appreciate some of those tips as well. Um, so, yeah, thank you very much. Matt, any, anything else you wanted to add? 
No, just to, um, you know, echo your comments, David, thank you so much. Um, and we would really love to have you on the, the show again in the future, if you would be up for that. Yeah, definitely, definitely, I'd, I'd, I would. And I would just leave you with one parting uh, quotation that I love. And it says, when times are good, you should advertise. When times are bad, you must advertise. Love that. Yeah. Yeah, very, very apt for, for the climate we're in at the moment. So, yeah, no, very good. Perfect way to round off the episode. So that's it for this episode on uh, marketing in an economic slowdown. If you would like to ask us a question um, that you'd like us to uh, answer on the show, then we would absolutely love to hear from you. And you can do that by dropping us a message on the HiBiz hotline. The telephone number you need is 752 Five six eight eight four seven two, and if you get a moment, don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Music. Thanks, guys, and uh, thank you, listeners, for tuning in. That is the High Biz podcast from Hybrid Legal.